Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the seventh episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. All right, so may I just say I am super excited for this week's episode. I've put a lot of thought into it and I think it's going to be really cool, really fun and really different. So yeah, I just wanted to hype all of you up. For this week's episode, I am drinking some iced tea. Now, I didn't want to repeat um, beverages on this podcast, but there was an inconvenience. The stove in my house broke, (laughs) so I can't heat water and make the usual tea and have the variety that I normally would. So I opted for some iced tea, but I made it a little different. I put some lemon in it and it's tasting super nice, super refreshing, which I'm looking forward to. Since I always drink like hot beverages through the episodes, I mean, I think that's good for my throat and since I'm going to be like talking and stuff to keep it warm, but I usually get like really hot when I'm filming it because I have to close my window to avoid extra sound, but this iced tea is going to be super refreshing (laughs) and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, when life gives you lemons, you have to make lemonade (laughs) and make the best of these situations. I haven't had coffee today, so this is not a recipe for disaster. Everything's gonna (laughs) work out fine. But yeah, you just gotta adapt to the different situations that life throws at you. For this weekly update, I have quite a few things I wanted to discuss. First of all, I'm no parent, okay? I don't have a child and I don't want to come at anyone's parenting skills but I want to have three kids okay three is like the perfect number for me because I want my house to be super fun and for there to always be something going on and for it just to be super dynamic and super entertaining so I think three is the perfect amount of children but anyways (laughs) I really admire my parents parenting skills and I feel like they've done a really good job (laughs) um But something that I've learned is that I recognize the privilege I have and my mom is super helpful around the house and we help out too, but not as much as other people do or not as much as we should. So she really gives us us space in that and I feel like due to the fact that she's let me be free in that aspect, I have come to love house chores on my own and to enjoy them and not feel like they're being imposed on me. So, for instance, I have really come to love cleaning the kitchen. Now, I've always loved it, but recently I've loved it even more. And, you know, if I'm just walking past the kitchen and I see that there's a few things drying, I'll dry them, I'll put them away. And, I don't know, it's really entertaining to me to just clean the kitchen, listen to a podcast, or be alone with my thoughts. It's a nice way to decompress and to, I don't know, just listen to myself and do a productive activity at the same time. So, I've really enjoyed it. And... I think that goes to show that sometimes when parents don't pressure their kids to do things, they'll just come around them better. For instance, I think that really strict parents often create rebellious children that don't trust their parents and all that stuff, so I think that if you give your kids a bit more space, they'll turn out just fine. (laughs) I also had the same experience with sweeping. One of my favorite activities to do each Sunday is actually sweep, put on my AirPods, listen to a good podcast, and just sweep around the house, and it is very therapeutic, very entertaining, and I enjoy it. My mom is grateful for it, and I don't know, I've really come to love these activities on my own, and to have them be very therapeutic (laughs) for me. Another thing that I've learned, it's like a life lesson that I came around this week, is that you really take as much time doing something as you allow yourself. 
What I mean by that is, for instance, let's say you have an assignment that's due in a month. It probably will not take you 30 days and 24 hours in each day to do it like that. That's impossible. You know, they give you a month, but it won't actually take you all the hours in that month to get it done. Chances are, and I'm talking from my school experience, maybe in college it's different, if you dedicate yourself entirely to that activity, for instance, during a whole evening and focus entirely on that for that evening, you'll probably get it done. And I mean, you'll get it done a month before the actual deadline. Why? Because you told yourself to get it done all in that one day and you really have control over yourself and if you want to get something done within a day even though you have a month to do it and you put yourself to it you can actually accomplish it and that's something that i lived this week for instance my school has daily exams and i always like to prep them on saturday so that i have the week in front of me i can dedicate myself to doing homework those days not being stressed about studying for the next exam and all of that so on saturday Yesterday, I'm filming this on a Sunday, <laughs> um, I couldn't get my prepping for the exams done because there was just so much going on and a lot of things in the way. So I couldn't get it done in the morning like I usually do and I was stressed the whole day and then when night came, I had built so much stress in me and I had, um, I really was conscious of how fast I would have to work because Sundays are my day off and I really wanted it to be a day off. And I didn't have to, have to be doing these things on Sunday. So I was like, I need to get this done. I need to be as proactive as possible. And I got it done super quickly, probably more quickly than I would have if I did it the way I usually did, which is in the morning first thing. So that really taught me that you are the one who sets the limits. And if you really need to get something done in a shorter time frame and you focus on it, then you can totally do it. I knew how important that was to me. So, you know, I just pushed through. You got to grind. You got to hustle and get things done in the way you want to if you're really up to it also i feel like it's appropriate to talk about the whole thing that's going on in the world and the outbreaks that we've had regarding racism and oppressive police systems and you know it's been a roller coaster <laughs> last week i posted even though many other people were taking the strike to not post content it was a decision that felt most comfortable for me because i did acknowledge what was going on and i felt like not using my voice was the incorrect approach so I still wanted to do what I always do and put myself out there but I have been taking the task to inform myself on what's going on and I linked a resource in last week's episode um, that's a plan a daily plan or a weekly plan for 10 25 45 minutes depending on your availability and it gives you a bunch of different resources to inform yourself, like podcasts, or articles, or videos, or TED Talks, and to just really try and understand what's going on from your privileged position. So it's something that I've been working on, and this is a topic that definitely hasn't died out yet, and it's important to address it, so I wanted to do that. If you are interested, I'll link it in this week's show notes as well. So you can check it out for yourself. I also analyzed something that is really inspiring. And I've always said this, but I had to recently live it again myself. And that is that when you're at rock bottom, there's an advantage. And it's that the only way to go is up. When I was younger and I got to the school that I'm studying at now, um, I wasn't the best. And I really had to work my way to where I am now to getting better grades and all of that. And what is truly inspiring for me is that when I was in this low position... 
I could only climb up. And that's what I did. And I wasn't rock bottom <laughs> recently, but I was a bit lower than I usually am. So that gave me more energy to work harder to regain the position I once had. Because my grades, you know, it took me a while to get used to studying online again. And, well, not again, but studying online. And making my grades the best they could be and being very honest in all of that while other people maybe aren't. So it took me a while to really get back on my A-game and doing things really well. Something else that I learned is I am a person who whenever I'm told good news or bad news or just news in general, I am very expressive towards it and I have a very big expression and I really want people to know what I'm feeling and to make them know that I'm engaged with the conversation and that I feel for them and I'm really like sad for them or happy for them depending on the occasion and it's the way that I have developed myself but I've learned that not everybody is the same there are other people which simply aren't as expressive but that doesn't mean that what they're telling you comes from a negative place or that they're not happy for you or that they don't care it's just that they have a different way of expressing their emotions and so if you tell them something really big, something really important, and they don't react the way you expected them to, that doesn't mean that they're not feeling the way you want them to be feeling. They could be really, really happy for you, but they just don't express it in the same way you would. And that doesn't mean that they're not happy. So that's something that I learned, and it's a very valuable lesson to just keep with me and not let myself be brought down by things which aren't even worth it because they're not true. Something else that I learned which ties in with the whole getting back up thing is the importance of being proud of your work. Throughout this time, um, we have been assigned loads of projects and stuff and I remember the feeling of just feeling really, really pleased and satisfied with your work. When you go that extra mile to make it outstanding and when you invest yourself completely in it to make it turn out as amazing as you want it to. And I feel like that feeling is quite unmatchable. When you are completely satisfied with what you do, I feel like that's something nobody can take away from you. And even if there are other projects which seem more outstanding, in your heart, you know that yours is everything you wanted it to be and more and that you tried so hard for it. So I don't know, I feel like that's pretty amazing. And I got back in touch with that feeling recently and it it's just a really good way to get things done when you do things with love and with passion and you really take the time to do them right for yourself so that you can be at peace like that is unmatchable it will bring you so much peace and so much pride that was my weekly update now let's get started with the favorites this week i'm bringing you a podcast an online creator and a quote which is a bit different but i really wanted to share it with you guys let's start off with podcast the one I've been loving this week is called The Perfectionism Project. Now, it's a self-growth and a self-help podcast coming from a lady who knows so much. She is like such an expert and it's for what she calls recovering perfectionists. Now, I know so many people which are perfectionists and it can be very unhealthy. So she basically teaches you in all of her episodes ways that you can come over that perfectionism and be product and be productive and really just make the best for yourself and not hold yourself back because a lot of the time perfectionists are the people holding themselves back so it's really interesting to learn all of these things and she's really upfront she tells you stuff that you sometimes don't want to hear but need to hear to be able to improve 
So it has helped me out a lot and I definitely recommend it. Remember, all of these things will be linked in the show notes. My favorite online creator is one that I recently rediscovered. Her name is Olivia Dandrea and I used to love her when I was younger. Love her because I was a dancer and she had so many tutorials and stretching videos and all that stuff and she was my inspiration. She, she used to be called Fierce Livy and I loved her so much and I wanted to be as flexible as her and she was just such an inspiration. And then recently a bunch of stuff happened to her. She got rejected from colleges she wanted to go to, she got a leg injury, her acne started acting up and she fell into so many unhealthy habits and she was holding herself back. But she started to recover, to regain her healthy lifestyle, to get back on her feet. And she documented all that through a mini-series, like a documentary series, on her channel called The Glow Up Diaries. And it is so inspiring. When I watch it, it makes me feel really motivated, truly inspired, and that does not happen often. It makes me want to turn things around. It makes me want to fix everything. And it really refreshes me and gives me that sense of falling in love with life and falling in love with yourself and making yourself the best you can possibly be so yeah i feel like it's just such an inspiring journey and i love watching those videos i feel like everybody could do with it and it's not like i have this drastic situation in my life which i need to fix but even so it does motivate me so if you're struggling with something or if you just want an extra push i feel like everybody could benefit from watching it and it's truly amazing it has inspired me on so many levels lastly for the favorites i have this quote which is by dr claire weeks and it says strength is not born from strength strength can be born only from weakness so be glad of your weakness now they are the beginnings of your strength and that really ties in with what i said from being able to get back up you need weakness to be strong so embrace the weak positions you're in today because in the future those will be the source of your strength. And weakness should not be depicted as something negative or as something bad or fragile. To the contrary, it's what's going to stem into all of that strength, all of that power, and how you overcome difficult situations. And it's ultimately what's going to make you a better person. So don't be ashamed of it. Embrace it. Be proud of it. And start working towards that goal you have. So, after all of that, we can start with the topic for this week, which, as you may have noticed, is resetting. So, resetting for me is super, super important. Having spaces where I can just refresh myself, give time for me, disconnect from everything that's going on is super important, especially to avoid burnout. I've experienced burnout so many times before and resetting is the best way the most effective way to avoid that giving yourself space to recharge to replenish and to be able to combat the world in the most energized way possible is so 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 important now it's something that i've struggled with for so many years um <laughs> i have considered myself to be like a workaholic and always be focused on school and getting all of these things done and joining all these clubs and all of these activities and you can ask the close people around me that's the lifestyle that I've led. When I would talk with other people and they're like, oh yeah, I didn't do anything on Sunday, I would be like, what? You did not do a single work-related thing? Like, how is that possible? How do you do that? How? Like, I was so astonished by it. And in quarantine, I have learned 
give myself that space. And as I mentioned before, I go out of my way the whole week to make sure that Sundays can be my day off. And I'll talk more about what I do and all that stuff. But yeah, my past teachers have always said, like, you need to learn to slow down, take a break. And I was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I just feel like they would be proud of me now (laughs) and proud of what I'm saying and how far I've come and how I've taught myself to be able to relax without feeling guilty. That is super important. If you find yourself feeling guilty when relaxing and when resting, that means that you're not in a good mindset, that everything you do comes from a negative place and you're not doing it from the right reasons. If whenever you rest, you feel bad, then that's because what you are dedicating yourself to isn't coming from the right place. It's probably because you're doing it for other people or you're just doing it for the wrong reasons. However, if you rest and you don't beat yourself up about it, it's because you recognize that you've done excellent work and that you're proud of yourself and that you deserve a break. And that is a much healthier mindset. It's called a growth mindset. Something that I learned on the perfectionism project. (laughs) I feel like taking this time to reset is so important to also stay fresh, to also have your mind in like the best place and be able to produce the best ideas, the best projects, and to be able to create the best content, you really need to be in a place where you're at peace and where you're not constantly exhausting yourself and where you're not constantly overworking yourself. You need to rest to be refreshed and to be able to produce the best things possible. It's also super important for your mental sanity to be at peace and to not be overwhelmed, to not be stressed, to not be anxious, and to not hate yourself for doing all of these things and to hate yourself for having so much responsibilities. You really need to rest and recharge so that everything in your life is in order and is balanced. Now that we've covered all of those reasons why it's so important, I feel like the most benefit you can get from this episode is learning how I reset in the most tangible and the most practical ways so that I can really show you what I've done and what actually helps me for this. So I have things that I do on a daily basis and on a weekly basis or on a bi-weekly basis. So let's get started with them. Daily, I have the following list of things that I do. So the first one is exercise. I've been getting up at 5 a.m. to start exercising for about like three months now. And I've had a difficult relationship with exercising Okay, that makes it sound much more serious than it is. Y'all, I'm just lazy, okay? (laughs) Um, But exercising has really been therapeutic for me in a simple way. And it's that it makes me think. You know, when you're doing all of this and you're physically challenging your body, your mind will probably tend to distract you and make you think about serious things so that you're not worried on how, how exhausted your body is getting. And it has taken me to serious places to things that I didn't really want to think about and so in this state my mind just forces me to deal with them, to work through them and it's basically wounds that I feel like I have healed but it's my mind tricking me into thinking about them again and feeling scared and threatened and all of that stuff so doing exercise gives me that mental space to work through my stuff (laughs) and also it's obviously super good for your body and There are endless benefits, which I don't want to get into because I feel like we all know them. But there's also the satisfaction of knowing that you got it done. For me, like, after that, I can just carry out my whole day in peace and be proud of myself. Like, hey, you know, I did the whole workout. 
and I love working out in the morning in contrast to the afternoon because when it's in the afternoon I'm stressed the whole day like oh my god I have to work out after school and it's just it's not so fun for me but when I do it first thing in the morning I get it out of the way and I can be happy with that for the rest of the day and focus on the other tasks I have to accomplish so I would definitely recommend it and doing it in a way that's enjoyable for you as I mentioned previously I alternate between hardcore workouts and yoga so it's really nice also yoga is a place to be super mindful and stuff so just balance it out the way you like it the way you enjoy it the way it doesn't have to feel like a hard task but it's more enjoyable it obviously will be a challenge but it's a challenge that you're not scared of you can enjoy and be happy doing it another thing is meditation (laughs) so meditation is something that i actually do right after my hardcore workouts to just ease down settle down center myself i feel like that's the best description of meditation to just center yourself within you come in contact with yourself and connect with yourself that's what's really important i only do five minutes a day because i'm starting off but i always start my meditations with positive affirmations affirmations of the goals i want to reach and i tell myself that i will do them i do this every time when i meditate and before i fall asleep it's kind of like the law of attraction it's making me believe that i can accomplish these goals and then i just tell myself other nice things like you're gonna do great on that test you have today today's gonna be a good day you're not gonna be stressed everything's gonna come as it needs to and just tell myself positive things for a while and then i sort of flatline I try to make my mind as still as possible and focus on my breathing and just keep my mind blank, which like it's hard to explain and it I guess it's hard to do, but you just get in the groove of it. (laughs) I don't know. It's really weird, but it really pulls me together. You know, another thing that I love, which I consider a nice way to reset is how I have breakfast every day. I have breakfast every day on the balcony um and while listening to a podcast and it's early in the morning so it's a very still moment there's not much activity going on in the park next to my house or in my house my mom and my sister are sleeping so it's a very still moment with myself and i love starting the day with this seeing the sun shine through the trees looking at the view and just enjoying my breakfast learning from this podcast it's such an amazing time and even though it's not what we would typically consider a resetting moment It's a time where I connect with myself and where I'm at peace, where I'm not worried about anything and where I'm really happy and just taking things slow. And I feel like that's another way you can manifest resetting. Something else that I do on a daily basis is journaling. So I recently got back into journaling, which is so exciting and I've really made it my own. Every day I put in like a different memoir. I put in different little memories from the day and i stick them in and it makes it like more dynamic kind of like a scrapbook and it's also such a nice way to gather my feelings i talked a lot about journaling in my last episode but i'll tell like the most important things to you now it's a great way to close cycles you know put your day behind you because i do it at night and it's just like okay these are all the feelings i dealt with everything i had to go through and it's just like you writing it down which is a super powerful thing and being like that's the end of it i'm not going to worry about these things anymore i already had the journey that i needed to and it's just like you closing them off and i like writing too so it's a nice space that i give myself to choose my words and things like that and it's so therapeutic it's a place to grow 
and it doesn't have to be like plain old boring journaling where it's like today i texted my crush <laughs> um there are so many interesting prompts that you can do for instance i've done an entry where it was like a conversation with my future self and where my future self was thanking me for all the sacrifices that i made today and she was just guiding me to become better and i learned this in a podcast in the perfectionism project which i link down below but it's basically the power of you engaging with your future self and for her to guide you into where you want to be in the future it's really interesting and i've also done entries where i think about what i want to do what i want to study my career and all of the goals that i have for my career so yeah it's a really nice way to get everything that's on your mind off of it and put it in paper it's really empowering the last thing that i do on a daily basis is reading and i'm reading two books one of them is like a classic which i'm reading to just you know it's classics it's stuff that you got to do <laughs> to be a good citizen and to be to just have that level of culture um so it's not like it's boring but it's less enjoyable than the stuff that i read out of pure pleasure so i make sure i give myself time for that i call it like more educational reading so that i can learn and stuff and then i also have my more fun reading i'm reading right now harry potter and the order of the phoenix which i'm almost finished with oh my god so tragic <laughs> um but yeah so i basically have those two spaces of reading which i incorporate one that's super fun to me and another one which is less fun but that still needs to be done <laughs> okay y'all uh, i apologize i can already see that this episode is gonna be longer than usual and i am not good at calculating how long these things will last so i'm sorry <laughs> let's talk a bit about the things that i do on a weekly basis so first of all every sunday a lot of a lot of these things are stuff that i do on sundays because they're like my reset but um on sundays i basically watch movies and it's usually something that i do by myself but recently i've been inviting my mom over to do it with me too and it's super fun so typically um you know i can watch anything i can watch like the cheesy romance movies on netflix and also some of my favorite childhood movies like monsters inc monsters university or the princess and the frog tiana is my favorite princess by the way <laughs> um but today we're actually going to be watching pulp fiction so yeah it's just giving myself a space to enjoy a good movie and also something that i want to do is be able to fully invest myself in what i'm doing i feel like one of the problems with gen z is that we've become so dependent on having multiple things grasping our attention at once i personally am against multitasking i feel like once you do it you just end up with a bunch of mediocre tasks so i try to really invest myself in whatever it is i'm doing whether it's watching a video or watching a tv episode or even a movie to be able to fully invest myself in it and i feel like whenever i'm watching a movie and i feel like i need something else to entertain me i'll grab my phone but then i'm fully invested in my phone and i'm not paying attention to the movie so what i've been trying to do is break the movie in two in the middle point in the middle point i'll give myself like less than five minutes just go on my phone feed my addiction <laughs> and do what i gotta do and then i'll enjoy the rest of the movie paying 100 percent attention to it and it's really nice to be able to teach yourself to pay full attention to a specific task another thing that i really enjoy is i love 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 changing my sheets <laughs> changing them and sleeping in fresh sheets and it's just something that i look forward to when i do it and 
changing them, you know, I just enjoy it and I make sure that I do it really well and take my time with it. And then when I go to bed that night, it's just, ugh, going to bed in fresh sheets is incredible and I don't know, I just, I love the feeling and it's something that I really consider a reset, an opportunity to give myself a treat, give myself a reward and be invested in something to recharge myself. Another thing that I do every Sunday is apply a face mask. <laughs> now this is a very typical example of self-care. Self-care goes beyond physical treatments but it's nice to give yourself a face mask and I'll usually do it while I read and beyond you know actually applying the face mask it's knowing that you're doing your a face mask it's knowing that you're doing something for yourself they're giving yourself a treat and all that stuff and it just makes you feel very good about yourself it makes you feel proud of doing these things for yourself so yeah it's a really nice way to get started with self-care if you're struggling with it and lastly i want to talk about sundays as a whole in general as i've mentioned there they are my days off so i make sure that on sundays i don't do anything academic related I can do stuff related to the podcast, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, I can do housework that I enjoy. I can watch YouTube videos. I can watch movies. I can watch shows. I always make myself mac and cheese on Sundays because I love mac and cheese. So <laughs> I'll make myself mac and cheese. Um, and I'll just really treat myself for the whole week that I've lived and prepare myself for the next week and just recharge, you know disconnecting completely from academic stuff and doing other things that I enjoy in other aspects of life. If you consider yourself to be a workaholic or a study addict or a perfectionist or whatever, I highly, highly, highly recommend you find a way to incorporate these resets into your week or into your life in whichever way. It's so important to take the time to replenish yourself, to just recharge your batteries, you know? We're humans and we need to recharge you know it's impossible to live a lifestyle that's always go 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 that's always pushing you you need to take the time to take a step back to relax so that you can have the best outcome in the things that you want to for you to be the best at whatever it is you want to be you need to give yourself time to relax and to recharge and to get yourself ready for what is to come you can't be constantly working 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 because you'll be drained you'll burn out you need to give yourself the time to replenish and thus be able to give the best in whatever situation it is. So for this week, I wanted to try a bit of a different activity. And I saw this post on Instagram, which I'll link down below. But it's basically like something that I thought would be fun to do on here <laughs> for me to discuss with you guys. So yeah. It's basically a list of things and it says you can only keep three. The list includes chocolate, Netflix, jewelry, cheese, pajamas, coffee, tacos, lipstick, wine, leggings, books, or Instagram. So I have to pick three out of those. Um, okay, I feel like one of the ones, one of the things that calls me the most is Instagram. As addicted as I am to Instagram, I wish I wasn't. So a part of me wishes that it was snatched away from my life and that I didn't have to depend on it anymore. So buy Instagram. Another thing, like pajamas, I could honestly live without pajamas. I can sleep perfectly in an old t-shirt and some shorts. Like, I don't need pajamas, so buy pajamas. Coffee is like the same thing with Instagram. I'm dependent on it, but I wish I wasn't. So buy coffee. Leggings, I, I don't even like leggings that much. They make me self-conscious, so buy leggings. Tacos, like, I like tacos, 
but I feel like I could definitely live without them. Chocolate, chocolate's the same thing. Like I really like chocolate, but I think that if I had to, I would probably be able to live without it. Lipstick is nice, lipstick is fun, but there are other things on this list that tempt me more. Wine, okay, see, I'm, I'm 16, so we're just gonna cross that off. Cheese, I like cheese, I really like cheese. So I'm sorry, mom and dad, but I'm gonna kick this one off because there are other things which draw my attention more. I feel like the last ones standing are Netflix, jewelry, and books. Okay, so jewelry, I love jewelry. I love jewelry so, so, so much. I love earrings. Ask anybody close to me. I am obsessed with earrings and they make me so happy. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't want to kick them out of my life. Netflix is also a really important part and not only for these fun shows that I like but also because Netflix has a bunch of resources to learn and documentaries and, th and stuff like that which are really enriching so I wouldn't want to get rid of that either. And the other one is books. Books are important. I like to learn and I've talked about reading in this episode. I've really enjoyed reading ever since I was little and I feel like it's too valuable a habit to get rid of. The smartest people I know read a lot and I, ju I just, I don't want to sacrifice that. <laughs> so yeah, that was my fun little activity, which was enjoyable to think about and to discuss with you guys. If you do it, I'm going to link the post in the show notes. So if you do it, let me know. I want to see what three items on those li on that list are most important to you. I think, yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Surprise! Something else I wanted to include in this podcast was a Q&A section. So I think I'm gonna do this probably monthly um, because I just, I don't have enough fans to do it weekly. <laughs> um, so yeah, probably monthly. If you would like to participate in these Q&As then be sure to follow the podcast Instagram because that's where I do them. So yeah, for this week, Mila asks, who inspires you? Now I really like this question because it's something that I've thought about a lot and to me, it is super important to have people that you admire within your peers. It is so inspiring to have people that are on your same level, which you admire. I mean, I could say Beyonce or I could say Michelle Obama, but I've never met them and they're older than me and they've come from different backgrounds and stuff like that. So I feel like I can't 100% connect with them. However, people in my school or that I've met that are around my age and that I can really see like, oh my God, you know, they've had many of the same opportunities as me and they still like are a role model to me I feel like that's so much more accessible and you can actually have contact with these people and learn from them directly so it's so much more refreshing to have people that you inspire that are your peers so there are so many of my friends that I admire you know there's Melanie and there's B and there's Maria and there's Aleja and there's Sara Gutierrez and there's like so many of my dear friends and my closest friends I admire deeply because of all of their accomplishments or their attitude towards life whatever it is I admire them and my favorite thing about all of this is that they're near to me and that I know them and that if I ever want advice I can ask them you know I have the greatest advantage of being able to personally ask the people I admire the most so yeah, I feel like that's really great. And I mean, I'm not a CEO at the moment, but in the future when I am, I feel like that's a very like CEO piece of advice, you know, like 
in interviews when you ask CEOs like what their biggest life tip is this is one of the answers that could come up it has so much potential so you know just I said it first <laughs> another question we have is from Jose which I love so much one of the best people the funniest people I've ever met we're gonna go get burgers after this is all over so yeah be jealous he asks me what my goals in life are so this is another deep question which I feel like my goals are to just go to a really good university and find a career that I really love that challenges me in a good way that I learn from in which I can inspire other people in which I'm proud of and just like find this career that I totally fall in love with and build the life I want to build a nice loving family be able to travel have a nice house car and be like be surrounded by people that I love by a family and by friends and just be happy in every aspect be at peace be proud of myself and see that all of the efforts that I've made at least up to now were worth it and to continue working hard to continue building the life that I want for myself and helping others being a good person not making people feel badly about themselves being humble all throughout the way continue learning and being the best I can I feel like if I accomplish all of that I will die a happy woman that rats that wraps up this week's episode don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram which is at TST podcast linked in the show notes I've been really active on there and working hard to make it visually aesthetic and creating interactive spaces with you also, please rate, review, subscribe, follow, whatever the platform you're listening through allows you to do. It would really help me out. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week.